0: This is episode 9 of Give Me a Chance and it is your host of speaking, Vittoria. Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. We are already one month into 2021 and so much has gone by, but for the session of today we are going to digress a little bit to 2020 and especially to the last day of the last year. Right before New Year's Eve, I got the chance to sit virtually with Noah and talk about what life changes she went through. Noah got the chance to change her life through a series of circumstances which paved her way to becoming a leadership and executive coach. Let's hear now about Noah's story. Hi Noah! Welcome to Give Me A Chance! How are you doing over there? I'm good. It's the last. Apparently, you just made me realize it's the last day of the year. Past, yes. present and future all in one. And Noah, thanks for joining us because, um, yeah, I heard about your story a few weeks ago. You had a few experiences in your life that led to constant change and uh, grabbing chances and experiencing all kinds of different places and uh, activities or skills. Can we start talking <laughs> about uh, a little bit of your uh, where you come from and, uh, yeah, Central. Yeah, it in,
1: I was just thinking, you know, we said past, present, future, right? Uh, so it's a lot of what I feel from, you know, we all feel that, but I feel that with my, sto- my story. So there is, I'm originally from Israel. Uh, so there is that past experience, then the move to the US. So I'm originally from Israel and I used to work in human resources, training and change management. Mm. And um, I think very early in my life even in the playground I learned that I can influence when I when I speak I that's my forte when I speak I influence people and I use that strength uh, to keep moving in my life if it's in Israel you need to go to the army so if it's in the army and later on as a trainer and manager and consultant and I was lucky in very early age to sit with CEOs and VPs of big companies in Israel and see that it's working for me and then uh, with two little kids that are now vicious teenagers but then they were really small babies um, my husband got an offer Hmm. a job offer to move to new york city from his company wow. and um he, he of course of course asked for for, for permission for me and i said it seems like i wasn't excited about that because i just started a new job
0: yeah. but i said it
1: makes sense for the family and we packed our things for a 2-3 years adventure to move to the us to new york city and that's where a new experience starting for me and I realized that suddenly my forte becomes my barrier, my hurdle, hmm. because it's not that we don't speak English in Israel, we study in English, companies many times uh, email each other in English, but it was still my second language. My first language hmm. is Hebrew, and it's very different grammatically. And I could see how that influencer is disappearing. <gasps> And I just felt so stuck and not able to move in the way I wanted to move before.
0: What happened when you got to the US? What did you expect actually when you uh, arrived?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. I, I expected to have exactly what I had in Israel in the US. So this is my past. I want to own my past in the US, like my husband, right? Why, why can he do that? Why so many other people do that? And I cannot, right? I want it the same. And I can. I, I showed people in Israel that I can do that. So I can do that in the US. And it's not happening. And I'm fighting everything and and everyone, including myself to create that for myself. And I am not able to replicate the same experience to the US when I work. It doesn't feel fulfilling when I don't work. I don't enjoy it the same way when I took maternity leave to be with my kids in Israel. So it didn't feel the same. Something from w- was missing for me and something else showed up that was fear. Suddenly, a lot of things that I used to say, it's okay. Even if I, I don't know how to get there, I will find my way to get there. Suddenly... I, I lost that, that affirmation. I lost that center of myself of, okay, I can figure that out because I'm trying to figure out and it doesn't work and I'm trying a different way and it doesn't work. And the fear is taking over and another thing is taking over, a voice that is telling me, are you trying to tell us that you're able to do that? You're not. English is not your first language. So no one will hire you. No one, no one will see you uh, serious."
0: So language was for you actually the, the biggest barrier of all. Yes. And what about culture?
1: Actually, it wasn't as as hard as I, I, I imagined it would be harder. But apparently New York City uh, is very similar to Tel Aviv. And the Israelis are very... They try to be like the Americans in many ways. New York is very diverse. A lot of the people in New York are not New Yorkers. And so it didn't feel that... There, there are gaps, but I don't think that was my problem.
0: But language indeed, it was something that stuck to you. So what happened afterwards? Because you were a few years in New York. And what did you do with your career?
1: I did work, but it was nothing to talk about. At least from my personal view, it was just like I'm working. But does it take me anywhere? Not really. <laughs> um, and I decided to take a break because just nothing worked for me. So I, I took a break. I had my third child um, and decided to just take time off, stop working and figure mm-hmm. out what it is that I, I want I, I to do. I, I needed to approach it from a different perspective in a way. Um, I took some time off and just pushed my son's stroller and tried to figure out what I want to do with my life. And that's when blogging showed up.
0: Because blogging was one of your chances to to turn your life around, right? How did how did you come up with the idea of blogging?
1: Okay. 12 or something years ago was like podcasting today. Um, It was a huge boom or whatever you want to call it. And I saw the movie, Julia, Julia, Julia. I don't remember Julia and Juliet. Um, And it, it was just going out and I was inspired. And I wanted to write for years. I was never like a writer or anything, but there was that urge in me. And there was actually nothing better to do. And when I think about it, it was exactly the same day as today. It was the last day of that year.
0: Happy anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was just sitting in my bedroom. I just sat in front of my computer and I said, I'm going to start a blog. And it was just, I'm an Israeli mom in New York City. This is the New Year's Eve and I'm going on this adventure. I'm going to write about my, my experience of being an Israeli mom in the U.S., I wrote it in Hebrew and it was just like a burst. This is me, burst of creativity. Um, I'm just doing it. I'm putting it out there. There was no expectation. I didn't feel like this blog is going to change my life, by the way. That's when everything shifted for me. So think about it. For almost five years, I was trying to force the universe to create, replicate what I had in my past to become in my present and nothing happens. And then I just go into an experience without forcing. And it's the first time that I think I allowed um, some emotional outlet. Um, I think there were a lot of emotions and thoughts that were stuck with me in the five years that I didn't pay attention to. I was focusing on the actions, the doing, as I call it yeah and in blogging, I started processing the emotions. there was there was fear, there was um shame, there was anger, there was disappointment. There was a lot of that of like, how come you were so successful and now you're not able to see results. That when people started responding to me and starting a conversation. and they just reminded me that I am resourceful with that connection. Simple as that. And Israelis that saw my my blog started to reaching out to me and consulting with me about moving to the area. And that's where I said, hmm, maybe I should start a consulting business for relocation. And when I launched the website that week, a few different ladies, Israeli ladies from different states in the US called me all at the same week and said the same thing. How did you do that? We're so stuck with our life. Can you coach us?
0: Did you always think about yourself as the person um, helping other people, actually coaching people? Because this is a pattern in your life.
1: Actually, you know, when they reached out to me and said coaching, I thought then that coaching was a scam. You know, it was like fifteen years ago. I knew training, I knew consulting, I knew human resources, so I was in that space. It was like consulting, coaching. What's the difference? And then I learned what the difference is. I, I did some research and I got hooked so fast, and I went for the training and everything. It's not like I walked woke up the next day and said, okay, I'm a life coach, like you see in the sitcoms. <laughs> It's about a year of work and I uh, started coaching. What kind of um, coaching do you do now? I did start with Israeli women like me that were stuck and I worked with them. I actually used to do kind of like workshops yeah. uh, and see the change that is happening with the coaching. I got excited and they referred me to people but, and you know, long story short. Today, I, I went back to work with leaders and executives and what I call social leaders to create something awesome for the community and share knowledge and impact. That there is something beyond the money. I call it beyond leadership. Uh, and and I see that in corporate and I see that outside. It doesn't. You can work in corporate and still be a social leader. By the way, um, so it's just how you want to how you create your leadership. So that's what I call beyond leadership. And I really part of what I do as a, as a coach is bring the idea of the two energies, the doing energy that yeah. you focus on action and what I didn't pay attention. And that's what made me stack the being energy. Hmm. And I think it's very important when people, you know, when you go through change, we all have our tendency and the doing energy. We all know, right? It's the actions and the being energy. Um, human beings yeah. is mindset Emotions, thoughts, fears, aspirations. And that energy, if we learn to engage it with the doing, can take us up to the sky. But if it's not engaged and it's taking over, it can keep us stuck. I believe there are too many stories that start with, I was stuck, and then I was rich and famous. And I say, I was stuck. And I was stuck for five years, and I was frustrated for five years, and I made my husband miserable for five years, and I wasn't present with my kids for five years, and I didn't enjoy a lot of things that I I could have enjoyed more in those five years. And many of us go through those phases in our life, and we don't realize it. we all have that um the successful ones and not the successful ones we all have those you know it's never just the success moment
0: and and just to wrap all this up you, you learned so many insights actually through this path was was there a moment you would like to relive again so that you could come to this moment in which you realized that this was going to happen you say that
1: and i think about different moments um I think one of the um, most inspiring moments for me or aha moments for me was, it's also in my book, kind of like that's how I close the book. Um, my older son, which is now 18, when he was 13, uh, in the Jewish, as Jewish people, we celebrate the Bar Mitzvah, which is uh, a special celebration of moving from childhood to adulthood. So that happens when a child is 13. So we did that here in the US. A, f- uh, a few of the family members came to join us. And there was a moment after the celebration where my husband took all the family and, and my older son and I stayed in the house. We chose to stay and get some quiet time. And we sat together, ate, ate dinner together, and he started talking, you know, talking again, past, future, past, present, future. He asked me, are you sad that we live far from the family? Mm. And I said, yes, in situations like today, you know, celebrating, not having everyone, all our friends, all our family. It's, it's sad sometimes that you're not close to the family. And then he asked me, he was 13, he, That my older son, he asked me, Mom, if you as your future self today could go back in time to past Noah, that had to make that decision to move to the U.S. Would you suggest her to go through that with all the challenges that you had? Would you suggest her t- to move to the U.S.? And I was sitting there, you know, first, like, where did that come from? I needed a moment, like. What 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 should I tell her? Because I why it wasn't like I had fun all you know it wasn't like a party full time long. I I started tearing and I told him you know what I I would tell her to go through that with all the challenges that I I have had. I would never be the same person because I would probably be in a nine to five job as manager job. Working many hours in, in, in an office, not having the opportunity to work from home, and and seeing you guys, so it was so it was such a powerful moment that took me you know back in time. Um, so probably that that's my moment.
0: No, that was really really great to listen to your story. That. So inspiring. Thanks thanks for it.
1: I appreciate uh, the time and I wish everyone a beautiful 2021 that you will have anything and beyond everything you're looking for.
0: (laughs) This was Noah's story. After struggling with relocating from Israel to New York, Noah still got the chance to change her life by starting to blogging first and later on coaching women that were going through the same situation as her. Noah moved on later on, to become a leadership and executive coach, and she even wrote a book, Beyond Leadership from Awareness to Awareness, in which she describes everything that she thinks about leadership and what that should really be about. More information about that you can find in the bio below. Well, this was it for today. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us or leave a comment here below. And if you liked this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel. And see you next time. Give me a chance, on your screen and in your ears.